Hello, Natasha. Hello, Damien. It's the Lowbrow Lowdown. Well, hello. Hello. Hello, listeners. I'm Damien. I'm Natasha. Welcome to episode 11 of the Lowbrow Lowdown. We're reading pan- <laughs> We're rending. We're rending. <laughs> We're reading pandemic-themed literature. So you don't have to. And we've returned to alleged crime mm. fiction. <laughs> like it like, was marketed as crime, but we don't agree with that label. It, it's, it's like a thriller. It's like espionage. It's very like industrial espionage, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, it, it is. It is sort of edging into the world of, of <laughs> Rocky Flintstone. Yeah, but it's slightly um, incomprehensible, so... <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh. Uh, do you want to read out the I Amazon blurb? I will read the Amazon blurb. Um, also, okay, so we're, we're reading Coronavirus Murderous Attack by Michael Coughlin. It's contagious, but it won't make you sick. <laughs> I mean... Where do we even start? It absolutely. What makes does that you mean? Sing. <laughs> but it does. They talk about a fatality rate consistently in this book. I, like it's not the it's not the last thing that's not going to make sense today. <laughs> it is not. Okay, the young chemist Lena works feverishly on a vaccine against the virus, together with her colleagues in a biotech company, and she has an affair with Stefan, her charming boss. When he ends. Oh, no, it's just can, no. <laughs> what were you going to say, Damien? Is she working feverishly? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look. Out of the many days of this story, I we observe her working one of them, and all she does is infect someone's office with coronavirus. Yeah, she again. throws she throws a hissy fit of monumental proportions mm. after mopping a floor. Ah, good Lord. Anyway, so uh, after she has an affair with her charming boss, when he ends the relationship unexpectedly, Lena is so frustrated that she contaminates... Oh, she just- <laughs> Sorry, we just gave it away. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Lena is so frustrated that she contaminates his office with the virus. Then she has a change of heart and cleans everything thoroughly. But Stefan suddenly disappears and nobody knows what's happened. Did Lena infect him? Is her company behind all this? Do they want to hide a discovery? Feverishly, Lena... Like, she was a feverish working. Yeah. Feverishly, Lena sets off on a search. The trail leads her to... <laughs> sets off on a search? <laughs> <laughs> the trail leads her to... Schleswig-Holstein. <laughs> Barcelona, Netherlands. Did you Google how to, oh, how to. pronounce... <laughs> I had to Google how to pronounce this because I just thought I'm going to embarrass myself. I know I've embarrassed myself. Thanks, Damien. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and suddenly she is hunted. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a line that doesn't make any sense to me out of all of the lines that don't make sense. The, the blurb ends with... <laughs> Read it. <laughs> Do you want me to try and take it? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I need to cut out so much of this. 
<laughs> it's so stupid. It ends. <laughs> it ends. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Why are we laughing so much? It's, it's really hot in here. It is. It ends. <laughs> This will be the X. <laughs> it ends with breathless through the twilight. <laughs> it's not even that funny. It needs to be said. <laughs> Alright, I think we need to take a little break. <laughs> so after that brief interval where we had to take a break, <clears throat> I'll just I'll go back slightly. <laughs> I can, I, can, I can probably give it a go now. Oh, yeah? Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the blurb ends with breathless through the twilight on Earth. Like, but, <laughs> like because they will have lost context. <laughs> so Trail leads her to Schleswig-Holstein, Barcelona, and then the Netherlands, and suddenly she is hunted breathless through the twilight on Earth. It just doesn't make sense. It's, it's like some kind of Mad Libs. <laughs> it, in his defence, it is a more compelling blurb than last week. Yeah, that's true. Well, it certainly got a reaction out of Damien and I. Um, so this book has been written, It's it's was originally written in German, has been translated, so we're going to... Be a little bit more generous than we might normally have been. Yeah, with and the, to- there's things in, in on two fronts. One in like things that have kind of lost their kind of flow in the translation, but it's also it's a German is a language constructed differently to English, mm, and so sometimes mm. the syntax and the kind of yep. style or the way that yeah, things are put together. You know, articles are different the way they're applied mm. to within and, sentences and yeah, and so like we've got to kind of moderate any kind of assessment of writing mm, mm, with mm. that in mind. That said, there are some bonkers lines. There but are. But it's more about plot and um, delivery than language. Yeah. The, I think there's potential in the premise of, like, in this kind of industrial espionage thing, but also the kind of towards the end of the book, sorry, going to the end at the beginning. But so, like, the premise is that she, in trying to poison her boss with or, like, infect her boss with (laughs) coronavirus after he dumped her and then deciding to clean it up, inexplicably she then adds her homemade face cream to the nutrient solution which the coronavirus is contained within. It's very odd. Like, she deliberately contaminates this sample of coronavirus serum that she had used to contaminate her boss's offers or ex-lover's offers um, because she was, it was in a fit of frustration and despair after being dumped. Mm. But then we don't 
we don't know why she it, it just it is it's never made clear why she deliberately contaminates but, that and, particular sample and there's such a process behind like you know she's like adds this her face homemade face cream in and then she puts an x on it so no one will use the sample and it like, is it just that there's some missing and she was topping it up or? Maybe. I mean, uh. that's kind of how I read it, but it's, it really wasn't clear and I wish it was clearer because I mean, it sort of, it just left me in a state of bafflement the whole time I was reading this book. It's like, I don't get what is happening. Well, and it kind of wasn't brought up again for ages. Like, No, it wasn't brought, well, brought up until which, kind of the end. Which is, is a kind of from a thriller kind of perspective that's a thing that you can do Mm, where you're kind mm. of like this thing that seems really inconsequential Mm. then turns out to be quite consequential except it was so weird that it really stood out yes it was yeah it was a very important point of the book but it was really labored it went on for ages It's like, oh, yes, she's putting her face cream in here. It's the face cream that she formulated herself to stop her from getting pimples and protect <laughs> her from face blemishes. And you're like, what's oh, going on? Look, I mean, you know, we've all got masked knees, so I would like to know what this face cream is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this magical face cream. Um, spoiler, also cures COVID, but can't be patented because it was just one of the natural ingredients. Mm, and mm. this is where all of the industrial think, espionage you know, comes I think in. That's, I think that's the the point at which um, she becomes the target of whoever is behind this industrial espionage, I think that's why she's the target because she – no, but who knows that she did it? I don't – So but this is this is the big challenge is that the kind of inciting incident to her being pursued but also trying to find the answers mm. is so weak. Her boss, that's after dumping weak. her, yes. disappears – and then his daughter calls her <laughs> and she's in quarantine in Barcelona in a hotel. She's like 14 and she's running out of insulin. Mm. And, and this- apparently no one can get it for her in this very populated city. <laughs> where she's in quarantine. like So where her medical needs should be met. Yes. And fuck? <laughs> it was- Instead mm. of telling anyone... She's like, well, yeah. I have to take this on myself. Like, she didn't even seem to tell her mum. Like, the daughter's mum. The mom, daughter's mum. Yeah. Her lover's wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She goes to see her. Mm. Um, and it just, what I think it's missing mm. is the, you know, the sister act kind of Dolores witnessing mm. Mm. them killing someone and realizing that she's not safe. Like, there's no, I, there is at this point no reason why she wouldn't just go to Alexander, her, her, the boss Colleague. above her boss. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I think that's what he was. Oh, I don't know. And um, say, hey, he's disappeared. His daughter's just called me and said, I have no insulin. I'm in quarantine in Barcelona. It just doesn't make sense, does it? No. What's going on? Can you ring his wife and say, hey, you've mm. got to take care of your daughter? It's yeah. not my She has to make these weird phone calls to HR saying, it's, I've got an urgent lab matter I need to talk to Stefan about, can you give me his phone number or address or something? Like she like, didn't have it already? Like she, she was having one, an affair with him. She was him. having an affair with him. No, but, but she, did, she did have it because later she goes to his house because she remembered him talking about his street and house number in passing. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's just 
<laughs> just, uh, just mentioned it. For <laughs> the record, <laughs> Natasha has texted me the address where she lives and I have to look it up every time. <laughs> Can you just save it to my contact? <laughs> like scroll through the message going, oh, fuck, I forgot it again. No, I'd, I'd do the same thing. <laughs> it. It just there wasn't enough of a reason for her to be like, I'm Jason Bourne now and I have to like No. I, it was extremely implausible and I don't think I don't think her her um character's you know, assignation as a as a target it just didn't make sense. Well, and she only really became a target because of this weird face cream addition to the coronavirus. Well, also that she was like going to Stefan's holiday house by the lake. And then his mobile phone had been left on a table. So she hit redial. It was a travel agency. Just like, tell me where he traveled. He's booked a flight to. Oh, no, no. The line was, I did highlight that. It was like something like, um, can you tell me if a trip was booked from the person who rang from this number? I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Travel agents are not that. No. um, Uh. Yeah, they don't have tracing devices. <laughs> like, how how the hell would they? Um, do you actually, they might have that system where it's connected to their computer and if oh, you're yeah. a repeat customer, your profile pops up straight away. Yeah, perhaps. I used mm. to work in a call centre. I remember that. Okay, good. All right. Learn something um, new every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it, it was... It moved at this incredibly rapid pace. Very fast. I feel like this only took place over this this entire story took place over two or three days. Maybe, yeah. In several countries. In several countries. And lots of train journeys. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, or bus journeys. Bus or journeys. Who yeah. knows? It's this incredibly rapid pace, then with completely unnecessary detail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the bus journey, as an example, I used the onboard Wi-Fi to connect my <laughs> yes. laptop in order to then make a felt telephone call. Which, because my telephone was connected to the Wi-Fi, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, my telephone's still connected to the Wi-Fi. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was getting really angry at this book. It's like, am I just becoming such an impatient reader? Um, there was a lot of detail. There was a lot of detail. And maybe that's the, yeah. Look, she tries to go to. She tries to book a flight to America, and when she does the visa process, it's immediately denied. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, because I think I think look, this book was published in 2020, and I think um, I feel like it was published like May or June last year. So things were still relatively. Oh no, when was the travel ban to the US? Was the US kind of shut its borders the end of March or? Yeah, it's mentioned in here mm, that mm. the US shut its borders. Like in the story, the US shuts its borders to all of Europe, but still is still Except open for to Britain, the UK. Which is I think weirdly, what happened. Isn't it? I think that's what happened. It really does echo what actually happened. Um, and there's lots of discussion about. I mean, a lot of discussion about panic buying toilet paper. It's like again, this unnecessary detail. It's like, we don't need to pad out books just for the sake of it. Just give me it, detail and and also plot. like you. Look, she go can't get to can't Should get we, to the US, and she goes to Barcelona to, with to, with some insulin that she bought yeah. in the UK, she, oh, yeah. which she bought by flashing her "I'm a researcher" badge. <laughs> yeah, and they just sold her insulin without mm. a, a prescription, which mm. I think wouldn't happen. Who knows? But you know, pandemic, so anything's possible. Um, 
look, should I should I go through my little half paragraph of what the plot, what I think the plot is? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna sit back. I'm excited because I still don't know. Oh no, no, no. This is no. There's gonna be lots of them. All right. So Lena has an affair with Stefan, her boss, who demotes her to cleaning lady. Oh yeah. Hmm. In a fit of anger at being demoted to cleaning lady, she covers his desk with coronavirus. After covering his desk with coronavirus, she immediately regrets it and cleans it, you know, from top to bottom and tells us that she cleaned it with a steam cleaning jet thing. Oh, yeah, like, so much detail. So much detail about how she cleaned his desk. I cleaned it with disinfectant and then I used the steam cleaning thing. <laughs> yes. I used high-powered hot steam. Oh, Jesus my God. Okay. I would get it. You disinfected his office and, and puts the sample that she stole out of some shipment Um but contaminates it with his face cream or whatever. <laughs> don't know, marks it with her necks. And then Stefan disappears. And for some reason, <laughs> this is where my notes just get, you can tell how shirty I'm. Um, for some reason, she races all over Barcelona trying to find him. And he's followed by the organization security firm, the organization, the biotech company that she works for. Um, then Stefan is killed in a car accident that mightn't be an accident. She finds a flash drive that he'd hidden in a beach watchtower and uploads a heap of coronavirus research to WikiLeaks. So it seems that Stefan's wife masterminded, masterminded um, something. They were going to release the research and get rich or something. I don't know. And that's about where it ended for me. This is like I just lost interest. <laughs> it, it was really hard to follow. So – Barcelona is a good example. So she goes, the purpose of going to Barcelona is to deliver insulin to this child. That contacted her which in lieu of contacting her mother. And, like, she just, she breaks into the hotel quarantine by bribing a, a cleaner of some kind. Oh, uh, yeah, laundry, I don't know. Gets to the door, takes off her, her PPE <laughs> to talk to this person and give her yeah. insulin. And it's like, well, if there's COVID in there, you've got COVID now. <laughs> And then is chased around Barcelona by someone tries to hit her with a car, and so she gets on a bus, befriends a bunch of old tourists. Tourists were they Belgian? Yeah, they're Belgian, I think. And yeah. gets drunk with them, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, because you know, drinking this particular alcohol kills the coronavirus, and she's like, does it really? <laughs> You're, You're a, a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> but then the book for like the rest of that chapter is like, and then we went to Sagrada Familia, and this was started in 1818, and Gaudi never That's finished right. it. It's still not finished, but it uses this style of architecture. It's about <laughs> organic shapes. And then we go to Parguel, but also in in Barcelona, you can find some Barhaus, and mm-hmm. that's more industrial looking. And I'm like. What, what's what? happening? <laughs> Why are we talking about this? What happened to the story? And then suddenly Stefan rings her. They're, 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 in, they're at Pugwell <laughs> and she's drinking with these old people <laughs> and then her phone rings and she has to run away and sit in a, on a – In a park? Yeah. On a- and then she broke into Gaudi's apartment and slept. <laughs> which is bed. <laughs> under the bed. Which is – like it's it's a museum. She, <laughs> she wasn't homeless. Yeah, she was hiding from the people that wanted to kill but her. But she was also thinking, oh, they must be tracking my phone. But she had her phone. Yeah, Didn't so they were tracking it. it. Although it was very precise. Look, there were some good tips. If you're ever thinking that you're going to be tracked by your phone, um, 
she sat down and she went through her contacts and copied out all of her important contacts so that in case she had to get rid of her phone, she'd have all the phone numbers she'd remember uh, that she'd need. So, you know, that's pretty sensible. It's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, I should, if I should we're probably... ever being chased by a shadow organization <laughs> mm. um, because natural face cream is a cure to a pandemic. Mm. A big farmer might be really upset about not being able to make money. <laughs> Big Farmer were the good guys. Big Farmer were the good guys. I mean, obviously, Big Farmer are the good guys because they, well, God, maybe. Yeah, look, that's a complicated <gasps> answer. There are no. Sorry, I went there. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are no simple answers to things like that. Um, mm. Anyway, mm. Um, she stored her suitcase in a locker at the airport uh, uh, for the entire time she was in Barcelona. Despite having a hotel room. <laughs> Um, but she went back to retrieve it and found a tracking device. And so she oh, threw God. the tracking device in a bus that was going somewhere. <laughs> and then she got, on, scent, she got on a were. different bus. And that's where we had the discussion of how, all the ways the Wi-Fi was connected oh, to all of her devices. <laughs> um, she logged into her email intranet and she hadn't been <laughs> logged out, uh, locked out yet. So clearly her organization was like, oh, my God. Um <laughs> I can't even remember. She ended up in Paris. She fell asleep on the bus. I mean, that was very interesting to read about. Um, fell was she in Paris? She went to Paris. When did that happen? <laughs> that was the bus trip from, uh, from Barcelona to Paris. To Paris. And then did she have to get from Paris to to Germany? Yeah. I'm say yes, she did. I, I don't know how she that's got where there. She, I assume that's where she found out Stefan was dead. I must have missed oh. that she was in Paris. No, that it didn't. it wasn't very long part of the book. But, um, yeah, no, she was in Paris. I, I'm literally having read this, finished reading this an hour ago. Um, I've already forgotten. <laughs> what, it was happened. really hard to follow. It and was so, so this hard is to follow, Damien. The thing about like this isn't lost in translation. The plot is just <laughs> lost. Or, like it, there is no plot. <laughs> no, it's just some um, a random series of things that you'd think might happen in a thriller of some kind, just jumbled together. Yeah. It's like there's no real thread. It's almost as if it's that thing you know how when you're watching a thriller or reading a thriller, mm, mm. there are points where you're just like, I just don't know who to trust. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, no, I've got none of that. Well, I think. Although I did get a bit of a surprise at the end with the mastermind. Oh, the yeah. wife. I did not see that coming. I didn't either. Mm. But also I didn't see what the motivation was. No, none whatsoever. Like, even like, though I still he cheated why. on her. <laughs> no. I, yeah, I mean, that's. Um, like, I feel <sighs> like there needs to be more than just cheating. Mm. Like the wife already has to have motivations to be. Yeah. Rich and powerful and mm. evil. Because mm. um, that doesn't come out of nowhere. That's not. She's not a, a a wife at home who suddenly turns into a criminal hench person, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so so. Stefan dies in a car crash, yeah. and that's, which she and insists, he, on, insists on being sent a picture of so that she, yeah. she can know it's yeah. real. And, and they send and it that, to her. <laughs> To it. It's like, and that actually happens. It's like, that was very interesting. feel like they'd say no. <laughs> because apparently his boss demanded to see um, proof that he had died. So the police in wherever he's in Amsterdam, where his um, car accident was, um, had sent 
photos. It's like, that's very unethical mm. <laughs> to be sending photos of car accident and dead bodies to non, well, anyone. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes to the beachside town mm. and starts interrogating hotel owners. Yeah. <laughs> Until she, oh, there was a conversation with his daughter at one point. That and oh, that's right. Yeah, she interrogated his daughter who was grieving. What was your last conversation with your father? What did you say? What did you what say did then? You say? What was and he, he made at? some very obscure reference to beach watchtowers because they'd had a sexy moment in a beach watchtower when they were having their affair, what, days ago? I don't know. Um, and he'd made a reference to his daughter because he's, he kept saying to his daughter, "I'm by the sea. I can hear the sea," and and there were and he included a code that only Lena would understand, and she understood it and went to this town, found the watchtower, and this tiny USB <laughs> slipped between the cracks of oh my god of like rotten wood <laughs> wooden floorboards yeah. and uh, just. She, while she was in the watchtower, plugged it in. No, no, she she was, uh, she was on the beach on a um, sun lounge, and it was cold, so she had a blanket or something. Oh no, she was wearing a blanket while on the sun lounge because the outside heaters were on. And it's like, look, as an Australian, what the fuck? Who would go to the beach with the outside heater on? Just don't go to the beach or wear a jumper. You don't have to pretend to be warm in summer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and that's where she plugged it in and uploaded everything to WikiLeaks. Yes. <laughs> and then she tweeted it out. Yes. But also, she was ha- was she having conversations with someone in the organisation saying, is it okay if I share this? Yeah, she was. I like the, her- and they were like, yeah, well, we can't patent a naturally occurring product. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure they can I mean, they painted like. corn. So. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah, look. You, you probably can't. So anyway, well, natural occurring products, but you can probably patent, patent what you make using mm, that combination. You would think. Mm. Um, Look, and I guess importantly, it's like there was nothing wrong in ever at this point because no. she's like, oh, the organization was fine for me to release all of this yeah. information. Oh so, well. So what was the chase around Europe? All about from the security guy who's no longer coming into work and works for an external, like, <laughs> recruitment agent. Like, I, he's like a temp. Their head of security is a temp. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, their head of security who um, is, is works a is a temp. Um, he didn't show up, so they just send a different temp in his place mm. as head of security. Yeah, and, he, and he's so obviously a head of security because she recognised him because of this snake tattoo on his neck. <laughs> Look, you know, nothing wrong with anyone who has tattoos, however. As as someone quite tattooed, yes. (laughs) But, like, I feel like a neck tattoo in a big conservative pharmaceutical organisation would stand out. Yes. Like, I've worked in places where they're, like, no visible tattoos, and this feels Mm. like one of those places. Yeah, I have in the past as well. So, hmm. So I don't know. I I look and in and in the end, we. Uh, she packs up all Stefan's stuff, takes it to his wife, and is accosted by the, the now head former security. head of security because he didn't show up and his mm. replacement came in. And his and wife, who Stefan's is, wife, who is wearing a long silky dress and drinking a, an amber drink with ice cubes in a glass. It's like, she, so just 
like risky stereo yeah but the stereotypical um or archetypical um bad guy super villain super villain in a suburban house like a day after her husband's been killed in a car accident i i think my favorite part is <laughs> when all of like the i've forgotten who the what the head of security's name is but Klaus. Klaus. Um, he's leaning over her and he's like, oh, we're gonna, da, 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 I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and all of the red dots started appearing on his chest. Yeah. I was like, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> and the police were using her as bait, yeah, okay. which again would never happen. Yeah, it's so ethical. This The ethics on show here. Although we know, we don't know what the, again, we don't know what was going on. So, um, well, then, then her and Alexander. Went on a holiday because they really burnt out. <laughs> Yeah, and he made her he made her head of the department to replace Stefan. Mm. And after admitting that he also was in love with Stefan but could never have him. <laughs> it was such a pointless plot point. It was, a pointless was it meant to make point. us trust him? Oh, I he's trustworthy because so. he is also in love with the guy that was murdered. Uh, maybe. And then she admitted that the reason that he found the Secret formula was because she tried to infect him and then decided not to. And, oh and <laughs> yeah, she had to confess this weird thing. And they continued their summer holiday. It was in the mm. Maldives, something like that. But that's the bit that really bugs me is that she'd in you know, somehow found this life saving formula by accident by infecting by contaminating a coronavirus sample, but she'd already been demoted to cleaner. Because Stefan wanted to protect her from some sort of industrial Yes. Espionage. Oh, or- although was it that the higher ups had found out they were dating and he was trying to protect her? Although oh, no, I think it was to do with oh, oh so it was, it was so very confusing. confusing. Yeah. Um we it and it happened very fast, too much unnecessary detail and not enough um Not enough no idea what was going on. No idea. I just on? I spent the whole thing with this <laughs> sort of bemused look on my face as yeah, I tried same. to work out where are we now? Yeah. What's she doing? Why yeah. are they there? <laughs> I'm just going to go back to that that line: "Breathless through the twilight on Earth." Still, having read the book, that still makes no sense. <laughs> what has that got to do? No with sense what? at all. Is it? I want. Is it like some kind of German saying that has oh, been maybe. not translated? Tra- yeah, maybe we. It's. Look, I reckon that's it more than anything else. It just I'm googling it. Oh. Breathless through the twilight <laughs> on Earth, German. <laughs> no, no. Okay, nothing came up. I mean, I had googled quite a few things. I googled the um. They make reference. She makes reference to an island off the coast of Germany that is actually um called Reims. I'm not sure if that's pronounced. Correctly, it's in the it's an island off the coast of Germany, and it's home to the oldest virological research institute. Um, oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, and they they talk about you know that I absolutely hated that elbow bump that people do. Mm. It's the non-contact handshake. Yeah, apparently that's um, it's an Ebola thing. It's an Ebola thing. Yeah. I have no idea. Ah, uh, I remember <laughs> really early on they talked about it. Yeah. Um, and it coming from the Ebola practices. greeting, yeah. yeah, and and well, I mean, yes, the Ebola greeting through avian flu, um, and other SARS outbreaks. It's it's not uncommon. I had no idea. Um, I have an excerpt to read. Oh, 
Um, it, this is this is my sort of example of the completely unnecessary detail. <laughs> so this is almost immediately after someone tries to hit her with a car and she sort of escapes mm-hmm. to somewhere around the Rambler mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and she's um, stopped at a, co- a cafe for a cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Look, as someone who doesn't drink coffee, I'm off. Oh, that would be me. I would have, oh, would I like a hot chocolate, please? Sitting outside on the street where a car might run you down. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's just happened and this is what the book decides to tell us. Mm. Beyond the next rows of houses, the towers of Sagrada Familia rose awe-inspiringly over the roofs. Lena realised that this incredible piece of architecture made people feel safe. The world could be a dangerous place. Wars broke out, political conditions were turned upside down, and coups or elections, and now a pandemic, had a tight grip on everybody's life. Still, the finalisation of Sagrada Familia went on. The church's facades, with mystical caves and entrances, colourful illuminations and enigmatic windows, had reminded Lena of the fantasy world of her childhood. At that time giants dwarves hobbits and fire dragons had inhabited such buildings she wondered why so few town planners in hamburg had conjured a little more color and organic design into the city's steel and glass facades the huffen city europe's largest inner city development project was a recent example of a rational yet sustainable futuristic style it stood in great contrast with the <laughs> historic warehouse district what is going on <laughs> someone just tried to hit you with a car what so, are you doing? <laughs> no one's tried to murder me before. Maybe if someone tried to murder me, I'd just be sitting outside the state library going, the state library. <laughs> it's an incredibly important example of Victorian architecture. <laughs> it was the first uh, art gallery and art school yes. to be in, in one house Correct. in one place. The National Gallery of Victoria was started at the state mm. library. Anyway. Well, my excerpt was more about her, um, she's, oh, I can't remember whether she's, oh, no, she's in his office. She's trying to find, she's trying to look for clues as to where he's gone. Um, And so she's rifling through his drawers, keys, pens, batteries and photos. Lena leafed through them, the Seedler family in a camper on their way to a vacation. The pictures showed a lake shore surrounded by high grass and trees and a weekend cottage which had to be located at some lake in Schleff... <coughs> Fuck. <laughs> Schleffwick Holstein. Oh, I have embarrassed myself. Uh, my German's terrible. I've been trying to learn it for Schleffwick Holstein. She could deduce that from the flat landscape and the license plates. Oh, good deduction. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Yes, the state license plates would tell you that that's the state <laughs> that this um, lake is located. <clears throat> All this gave her, excuse me. <clears throat> All this gave her a sting. How could she think that they would have a future together? That she could experience something like family happiness with him? That kind of thing only happened to others. Certainly not to intelligent, independent women who were focusing on their career and had put up an invisible wall around them so that nothing or no one could interfere, especially not all those teenage feelings that went along with being in love. Saying, Is every woman who has a child right now going, well, fuck me then? Like, <laughs> sorry. Because, <laughs> like, to have a family, you've got to be really dumb. 
just outrageous. Um, oh God, binary, isn't it? It's that you're a, you're a family or you're a strong, independent woman. She she talks about well, she this author posits that single women live in really sparsely populated, sparsely furnished apartments oh. and drink a bottle of wine every night. There is a point where he, yeah, he talks about her her apartment and the large winged chair yeah. that is the only thing she has that exists that For isn't beauty. there. Yeah, yeah, but also that doesn't have a fun. He said it doesn't have a function. I'm like, it does have a function. <laughs> it's a chair. <laughs> like it's that it's the only thing she purchased because it was beautiful. But he's mm, like, this is mm. the only thing that doesn't have a function. It exists only for beauty. It's like, no, she, it's the only thing she purchased because it was beautiful, but it still has a function. Yeah, yeah. And if he's so obsessed with Bauhaus, he'd know that those two things absolutely can work together, function yes. and form. <laughs> It's the whole point of it. It's the whole fucking point of it. Um, but as a single independent career woman, according to this book, my home is homely. Mm. Damien in here is here. He can attest to that. I'm it's very lovely. I've got more than one beautiful object, um, as well as functional objects. Like fucks. Anyway, so that's I. I pulled that out because I just thought, oh, yeah. She's a, she's a home wrecker. <laughs> it, it does, oh, that's a terrible phrase. Uh, Fuck. Stefan had agency. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it very much felt like he was Oh, they she talks about how it all started and mm. they, he talked about how he could never sleep with his teddy bear and then said, "Do you want to see it?" And I mean, like that, that's code for penis. Yeah, absolutely. It's code for penis. <laughs> so, do you want to come and see my etchings? I literally have etchings I could show people, but um, it's probably not what I'd be meaning <laughs> to say that. Oh, uh, dear. Anyway, so out of five face masks, what do you give this, Damien? Wasn't the worst thing we've read. No. Um, it was probably one of the most boring things. It was boring. It's kind of like <laughs> a two and a half because it mm. just, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. The writing was fine. Just a lack of, uh, not the, the pace was too, like it was dizzying, dizzyingly it was, terrible. It was, part, pace, the pace was incredibly oh. fast, but. There was no tension, no drama, no – like, I think he was just like, oh, she's having an affair, drama, people want to kill her, drama. And I'm like, but why? But why do they want to kill her? Why why is anything happening right now? No, it does – there's so much that doesn't make sense. And just one thing to explain what actually (laughs) – what the chasing was all about would be extremely helpful. Yeah, I just Mm. think – if he did only one thing to this, mm. if he made it that she saw, I mean, Alexander, why does he have to be a good guy? She saw Alexander shoot someone in the head as she was mm. going to tell him, hey, what's going on? Mm. Uh, Stefan's daughter just called me. Yeah. That would be a reason enough mm. Mm. to kind of go, oh, I've got to like go out and solve this myself. I can't yeah. trust anyone. There was, I just saw no reason that she shouldn't trust anyone. No, she until- could have been working with Alexander all along and it would have been safer for her. She um, could have gotten him because, mm. as he showed, he had an in with the police and could get them to do anything. Mm, mm. He could have just had the police sort the whole thing out. Yeah, and I think maybe we need to have a look at the um, title of the book, Coronavirus Murderous Attack. On I Stefan? Mean, well, we, we can, we're only assuming that Stefan was murdered. 
Yeah, maybe he just crashed his car. Maybe he's crashed his car. And, I mean, I was, when we saw this, I thought, oh, no, there's going to be lots and lots of murders. There just wasn't. No. So I'm going to give it maybe two stars. Yeah. Grudgingly. Uh, I'm, I'm two and a half. It, <laughs> yeah. You're, it's not crime because, no. like, crime suggests that there is, you know, the inciting incident is the mm. uh, the, the crime happens <laughs> and then the story is then driven to solve it. Yeah. And what's, what's the crime? What is actually like the crime? someone disappeared, but that's not a crime. Like no. maybe well, he was kidnapped. She, she, she was thinking, oh, he wouldn't have gone to the Mediterranean because it's not sunny. Um, When's it not sunny in the Mediterranean? And also, so what? You think he's actually just gone on holiday and abandoned his child and his wife, and <laughs> who he just left you because he couldn't end Co- things with them? Oh my god! You, like. <sighs> Anyway, so anyway. yeah, two stars. Um, tell us what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at lowbrowlowdown at gmail.com or follow us at lowbrowlowdown on Twitter to share your thoughts. <laughs> um, this, along with everything we've been reading, is part of the Kindle Unlimited thing. So we're just yeah. kind of like Give borrowing up. the books and yeah. it's like some monthly fee. It's not much. No. Um, and some of them, sometimes I read things that are good. I've been reading mm. more than just this. Oh, Okay. By the by, the authors we've been reading. Uh, yeah, I read another one of Matt, Matt Shaw's, and it was better. I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying it was groundbreaking, but it was better no. than. And you've read a few Chuck Tingles, haven't you? Yeah, Chuck Tingles always good. <laughs> He's very funny. And thankfully, the, those books are really short. So. <laughs> <laughs> this one had a like Chuck Tingle had a bonus at the end. Oh, did it? I didn't even bother. Uh, sort of, it, oh, it was reading sample. Dinner for one on the Titanic. Oh, for heaven's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that Melbourne has a Titanic theme restaurant? I did not know that. What sort of theme is that? Hi, eat dinner. The the Titanic goes down. Yeah. (laughs) There's like performances, it's dinner theatre. It's I mean, like well, that's it that sounds like it's you know witches in britches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theatre restaurants are Titanic. Yeah, no, I've no no desire to go. I did not know that. Maybe we should go to it. <laughs> I did not know. No. Someone was tweeting about it. I was like, is this real? And they'd like tweeted an article where someone went to it. Um, it's in Williamstown. Oh, oh yeah, I suppose that makes but sense. When did the Titanic ever come near Australia? It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so why? No. Oh, this is Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just read? I haven't read it. All right, so this book, Titanic for One, I've literally, I'm just scrolling, flicking through my phone going, wonder what it's about. And my eye landed on a seagull circled over the bridge. She did two turns. Then James saw her defecating, screeching loudly. The white blob fell from the sky in a graceful arc. Weird detail. <laughs> and Gaudi's fucking architecture all over again. I just so defecating. <laughs> I mean, that could be a translation as well. Yeah, perhaps. Just very precise. All right. Um, I think we're done. I think we're done. What are we listening to next week? What are we listening to? What are we reading? We're reading. Look, I made a note. We don't know what we're reading next week. Look, it it has. I I think we decided this one like on Friday, (laughs) maybe on Saturday, and it's now like Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's short books, so we'll get to them. Um, 
thanks everyone yeah thanks see you next week take care enjoy being able to leave the house again oh if God. you're in Melbourne it's I know great. and what a glorious day it is oh, today so nice so nice although it's a bit warm so we'll alright see you later Damien see you Natasha bye